So when I'm in a networking event, people come up to me. I don't have to go up to them. They'll come up to me and be like, oh, I just saw that video of you with the flower pots or whatever it is. But they come up to me and it starts the conversation, which takes the edge off of it. The Wingnut Social Podcast, episode lucky 13, how to leverage video for your social media marketing. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating digital influence into physical success. This is your social media tightly fastened. Now welcome the host of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell. Hey there, welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, Darla Powell, the head Wingnut of Wingnut Social, and I'm joined by the ever-bubbly yet soulless ginger. Ah, it never changes. Natalie Graff. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, she is soulless, according to Eric Cartman from South Park. Maybe we could put that in the show notes and they could really have that reference finally. Ah, yeah. Everybody needs to know I have red hair, so I'm very sorry. And Darla calls me a ginger and I have no soul. I just live with it. (laughs) So today on the podcast, we have a very special guest, Tori Toth. She is a home stager and she has been killing it in video. Not just one channel, but YouTube and all over the place. She's going to help us out with why in the hell we should even bother doing videos. Because let me tell you something, Natalie, I struggle and I struggle hard. I don't know if I can find anyone to convince me fully that I need to be on video. Maybe today's the day. Do you think Tori's our girl? I think so. I think she's going to give us a lot of useful information, and I sure have some questions for her because I want to know as well. Oh, okay. that's right, because we have that new project we want to do some right. video on. That's right. Ah, a, a very selfish brain pick. Yes, of course. Also, guess what? We have a new sponsor. Oh, and we do. We do. You know how much I love audio. I do. You're a I'm, nerd. I'm a total nerd for audio, and I love audio books. So I'm excited to announce that Wingnut Social Podcast has a new sponsor, audible.com. Yay! So in the very beginning on uh, my interviews, I did mention a book that really helped me out a lot with delegating and hiring, and it was called uh, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And that, of course, is on an audiobook because I love, say it with me, audio. Yes, we <laughs> right? all know, Darla. You're an audio. So fan. you guys today, you lucky guys, you listeners of the Wingnut Social Podcast, you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day trial if you just go to audibletrial.com slash wingnutsocial. Look up the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, or if that doesn't strike your fancy, pick out anything you feel like because your 30-day trial comes with a free download for audiobooks and Man, I am addicted to audio. It is where it's at. It drives me crazy she's that addicted to audio. <laughs> I l- I'll go out and take a long drive just to catch up on my podcast with no destination, but I just want to listen to my podcast. And when I get in my truck, what's on? Audio. Yeah. And when I get in after you've been in it, what's on? Twangy ass country music. Ha ha. So, payback. Yeah, we're totally even. So guys, again, go to www.audibletrial.com backslash wingnutsocial to get your free 30-day trial period with Audible. And now we're ready for Tori Toth. Tori Toth is a renowned home stager and lifestyle authority, visibility strategist, educator, YouTuber, blogger, and inspirational speaker whose clientele spans the globe. Her peers recently recognized her as one of the RESA 2018 Top 100 Most Influential People in Real Estate Staging. She works with homeowners, real estate agents, and brands, helping to create an image that sells and has a series of how-to videos watched over one million. 
times on YouTube. She leverages her television reporter experience. Yep, she was a TV reporter to share visual stories through video. As a creator of the online on-demand video courses, video visibility, and the stage-to-sell strategy, Tori navigates the proper steps to build visibility from brands to homes. She is also the best-selling author of Feel at Home, Home Staging Secrets for a Quick and Easy Sell, Make at Home, The Ultimate Property Project Planner, and the co-author of Marketing for the Staging and Design Industry. Help me in welcoming her to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there, Tori. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. We're so excited to have you here. Thanks for having me, Darla. Super excited too. Yeah. So we were telling the audience a little bit about your you know, background, your awesome background, and how you're so specifically suited to be an expert here on video. So what can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business and who you target? I've really been using video in my business, I would say about a year or so after getting started in home staging. And I used to be a TV reporter. And basically, I wanted to take those skills, start using them in my current business to teach people what home staging is all about, because it's such a new industry, right? To teach people the value and the cost and just how to tips and how to implement simple solutions in your home to be living a much better life. So I help homeowners, I help home sellers, I help real estate agents, I now help small business owners with their own videos. So it's kind of come full circle nowadays. So if I'm a homeowner and I'm looking to stage my house, then I would just go up and take your course and I could DIY it? Yeah. So I have an online home staging video course called the Stage to Sell Strategy. It's um, nine modules and basically it allows the home seller to go through each of the steps that it takes to get a home staged from first impressions to organizing to minor repairs, all the way to creating those uh, emotional wow factors. And um So it gives them the tools that they need online. It's on-demand video platform. So I'm using video in that way to teach people near and far around me. Um, But then I can also help them online, motivate them and inspire them as well. That's really cool. Yeah, I love that idea. I think a lot of people like that with the video, with the DIY thing. So that's uh, you're a smart cookie. (laughs) She wouldn't have any kind of advantage because she was a TV reporter. No, not at all. No, No? she's not at all comfortable on video. No, no, not at all. Or or re-recording interviews where the host forgot to push record. Darla. Um, Yeah, no, not that that happened. That's a pure hypothetical. (laughs) So, Tori, let me tell you what I struggle with the most. Okay, right? So I just turned 50. And I'm an audio girl. I have a podcast. I listen to audiobooks. I'm obsessed with anything, you know, that I can hear and read and go on the go and multitask. For me to sit down and actually sit my butt in front of a video and pay attention to a face on the screen, you know, saying stuff is, is really difficult for me. So I'm wondering, is do you think that's a generational thing? Because a lot of people, a lot of designers, you know, in their 40s, 50s, 60s come to me and say, who the hell has time to watch all of this? I don't have enough time in a day, you know, all the Facebook lives and stuff, which I'm sure we're going to get into. Are we just being old fuddy-duddies? Are our are, are ideal customers really just planting themselves down and, and hanging on our every video word? Well, I mean, I do think there is a little bit of a generational gap just because it's a new platform for people to communicate on and humanize the message. I'll tell you this though, if you do use video in your business, then you can pull out all the other different platforms you need to communicate to people and share your message out to the world, right? So by creating a video, you can pull the audio from it. You can pull out graphics with just inspirational quotes. You can take images from it. So you can do all these different things just by setting aside some time 
to do video with. And of course, if somebody wants to watch you, they're able to do so. Now, I wouldn't necessarily necessarily recommend having an hour-long talking head on the screen, but if there's ways that you can make it visually interesting, right? Because that's what videos are about. They need to be visually interesting. They need to entertain and also inform. Then you have something there that people are going to watch and keep coming back and look to you as an expert. Okay, so that makes sense. It does. And there are some people, if they're engaging and entertaining enough, I will sit and watch forever. Uh, Natalie Riddell, if I, I think I'm pronouncing her name right. She's an interior designer, but she does like cosmetic videos on Instagram TV, and I'm obsessed. I could, and she, it's a talking head, but she's hilarious, and I will sit and watch that, and that is saying a lot. I mean, sometimes your personality just shines. You're bubbly. You feel different on camera, or you're, you're you know, you're you're opening up. You're somehow connecting to your audience members. You're gravitating all these other people that want to hear what you want to say, like what you're saying, what you're. So they'll keep coming back because you are actually connecting with them. Okay, so the video that you do mostly, that is, is it more instructional? Or are you st- are you still doing home staging or you've more shifted to the instructional as an expert in that industry for other people? Um, so I do still do a lot of home staging and home decorating content. Um, I do weekly YouTube videos that I have, a ch- I have channels that are watched over 1 million times. And so I do like to connect with that base still and communicate with them and show them just how to like, how to live. I don't know. There's some, turn your dream into reality <laughs> at home. Like, right. This is your piece of property, your stake in the ground, like make it what you want it to be. I, I'm so passionate about that. So I love still creating those videos. Um, I'm looking to now though, create more videos on video tips. Like I do have a video course that teaches small business owners, entrepreneurs, how to use video in their business, but then it's going to be taking that a step further. And I guess growing my reach and growing my audience for that particular course. And I'm going to have to do that by utilizing video, sharing t- free tips and and getting them into my whole marketing funnel, right? So then go ahead and purchase that course. Right. Okay. So you have the course, right? And anyone listening, it, it'll be in the show notes. You can go and look at Tori Toth's courses. And if you feel so inclined, go ahead and sign up for that. But give the wingnuts just a couple of little nuggets, right? Of tips on how to get started with video. And actually, Natalie and I were on a consultation yesterday, and it's going to be a great project, a full gut whole house. And she and I both looked at each other and we were like, this is going to be YouTubeable. You know, we, we can document this, have before and afters. And they're, they're trying to surprise their mother who's out of the country on business, you know, in two or three months, she'll come back and there'll be a big reveal. But we are saying what this would be great to ask Tori about how, if you were doing this, how would you proceed with this? Where would you begin on on starting to use this for your video channel? In the beginning, what you need to do is just have a video camera out, press record, have it in the corner that's capturing everything you're doing and just kind of set it and forget it. That's what I do a lot of the times, especially if I'm doing transformation videos and stuff like that. Then you want to go back in. So you're getting the overall scope, you know, and you're getting a lot of the work being done behind the scenes without constantly moving your camera around. Then you want to go in and get maybe tighter shots, more emotional shots of you setting the stage a little bit more. Um, Then go in, then you can write your script. Um, You can get 
the reaction of your clients and their testimonials all involved. And then you put it all together in some sweet little editing package and send it out to the world. Do you do your own editing or do you ship that out? I'm a one man band reporter. That's what, that's what I am. Wow. <laughs> now, when you say you set your video and you forget it, what kind of um, what kind of video camera do you use? Do you use just a regular camcorder? Do you give give us give them some camcorder? Are you from the eighties? I am. <laughs> give us some information here. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I use a Nikon D fifty six hundred. I've also used a Canon Vixia, which is a smaller. Handheld. Yeah, handheld camera. No matter what camera you use, you want to make sure that you have a flip screen so you're you kind of can see yourself in full screen, that you're not cutting off your head or a certain part of the scene that you're trying to catch. I, I always feel that's the most important part of the camera that you are able to set yourself up just by flipping the screen and knowing that you're in the shot. Okay. But you could also do this with your iPhone. Use whatever you have available. Don't go out and spend, you know, a lot of for expensive equipment. People say that all the time. Oh, well, when I get the money, I'll buy a nice piece of equipment and then I'll start using it. No, start using what you have today. The smartphones that we have today is are really all you need to get started. And what about audio? Is there, when you have your, your set it and forget it, do you set up any kind of audio or just do you use the audio off the camera? You could do it two ways. So you can use the audio off the camera if you just want to try and get natural sound and use that in some of your editing. Or what you could do too is use a wireless microphone. And so the receiver is connected to your camera and you have the the mic connected to you. And then as you're going around the room, you're actually picking up natural sound of you of you talking or talking with your clientele or, or your team members and deciding things that way. So it just depends on what type of sound you want. Like a lavalier microphone. I have a wireless mic. I ha- I mean, I have it all. I have it all. <laughs> I imagine you do. Okay. So I did ask for a couple of little teaser tip nuggets from your course, uh, aside from, you know, the gear and everything. What, if someone does sign up your for your course, what kind of tips can they expect to receive? The video course. So inside the video course, first of all, I go over a lot of the common mistakes that I've done over my years in video that you can avoid. I show you how to build out a content library, create a content calendar so you're more consistent. I show you um, shooting hacks to make it a lot easier for you to then go ahead and edit your uh, video. I show you also head editing techniques too, because a lot of times people feel so intimidated about the programs and they don't really have to be. Uh, we go into Facebook Live, like what you need to do before, during, and after you're going live. We go into YouTube and how to optimize not only your channel, but every single video you're putting out there. Even Instagram, Instagram stories, those are so big. Stories are so big to tell the story of what you're doing behind the scene. So you stay relevant, number one, but so people continually know that you're doing something that could affect, you know, potentially mm-hmm. affect what their their decision making is in the process of maybe looking to hire you. Okay, so let's break that down a little bit. I don't want you to give away all your secrets, but I do want the wingers to have some takeaways from this show. So let's let's backtrack a, just a bit and let's say that you're going to go on. Well, first of all, actually, I want you to tell us. What is one of the biggest mistakes you've made with video that you can tell the wingnuts not to do? (laughs) 
Um, well, I always say you need to double check that you've pressed record. (laughs) Ah, Darla. Let's call her out. Let's call her out. That's a burn. Because I I told her that right before we got on. I said, hey, Darla, don't forget to press record. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. And you know, I did, but it just didn't take. Maybe I should take over that part. Yeah, you definitely need to like double check that you're pressing record (laughs) before you start putting out all of your valuable content and then realize none of it was taped. That's like one of the biggest things. And I've actually done that out on TV stories. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I need you to do that again. <laughs> oh, so you felt my pain. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. What What's an ideal video length? If, yeah. if they're just starting out and they want to, they want to throw something out there and they've got the courage now they're going to do it. Is there an ideal? Video yeah, we length? don't want to sit and watch you for an hour. What do we want to watch you for? A lot of the platforms, they do have time constraints, right? So if you're going to do a story, you only have 15 seconds or so unless you're going to be doing a live a live thing. Um, Facebook Live, you should be live for at least 15 minutes so you people can get on and get to see you live and interact with you. It takes um, usually that long to get people notified and to come on and respond to, to what, whatever you're saying. YouTube videos, I usually try to keep around three to five minutes. And you could just start tweaking that and tailoring it as you're putting the videos up and start looking at your analytics. You can then determine when people are starting to drop off. So if they're start if they're starting to drop off at the one minute or two minute mark, then maybe it's wise for you to put in some type of button or uh, some type of a call to action or direction to get the audience member still involved, but maybe involved in a different video then. Or consider just shortening shortening your videos so you're within that average time duration that, that they're looking and watching your videos. How effective are the replays of your Facebook Live? Let's say you did it and you only have your mom, you know, checking in for that 15 minutes. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's there. It's on your page and people can watch the replays. Does that have the same impact or does it make more of an impact if you get a larger audience during the live taping? I think a lot of people get more views with the replay and actually get even more views too. If you boost your video, um, Facebook, a video is so important on Facebook right now. And really that's all they're looking at. They're looking at you using fa- uh, video within your Facebook stories, as well as on the different pages that you have and even in groups, right? So when you are posting these videos, Take advantage of the boost button. You just put a couple dollars behind it so it gets more reach and more leverage for you. But replays, I would say, are just as important. Another thing, too, is mention before you leave, you know, thanks for everyone who's watching the replay. You know, say that either in the beginning or at the end. So they know that you're talking to them, too. That's a great tip. Yeah, because when I watch replays, sometimes I feel left out. I'm like, oh, I'm just kind of the redheaded stepchild. I'm just watching. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. So since you've been doing video for your business, how has it changed the way that you do business? Has it changed your approach? I know, obviously, you have to, you know, have the time to do the video. But overall, how has that changed? It's completely changed. I don't know about you, but for me, I hate cold. I hate cold calling. Mm. I'm not I'm not a very big salesy person. Um, these things just kind of freak me out in general. So it's been able to make me more approachable. So when I'm in a networking event, people come up to me. I don't have to go up to them. They'll come up to me and be like, oh, I just saw that video of you with the flower pots or whatever it is. But they come up to me and it starts the conversation, which takes the edge off of it. It takes the edge off of me, ideally. So I, I do love that. Um, 
it's also been able, again, for me to reach people near and far and be able to teach them something and become that expert that they go to when it comes to home staging, home decorating, um, or video. So I'm able to, again, educate them and connect with them, connect to a larger audience. And how did how did these people hear about you to start with? How were you successfully able to drive the traffic to your videos? Come on, you know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I do, but I want to hear you say it. It starts with social media. It's a free platform. <laughs> right. And you mentioned something earlier about boosting, you know, throw some dollars behind it. And fortunately or unfortunately, the algorithms have all gotten to the point to where if you have a business, you're going to have to start shelling out some bread to get that organic reach, you know, down the road to ex- to extend your reach. So your organic okay. posts do a little bit better. So we do recommend a mix of both. A lot of people are really hesitant to throw, you know, 20, 30 bucks behind a post, but it helps. And also, even though I, I don't like watching videos so much, you know, admittedly, I the videos that I do have the most reach. When I do it for DPI and people will watch them and Darla Palantir is that is and, and they'll say, you know, I you felt approachable, you know, you felt accessible, you know, felt like we already knew you and they hire you. So I can say that yes, video absolutely does work. And even though I might not think someone's gonna sit down and watch me yap for two minutes, <laughs> they you know, they really do. The proof is in the pudding. And video is the the wave of the future. It's nice to have a, a good mix all around video, print, just to be a a well-rounded, have a well-rounded brand, a well-rounded platform. So I think- Yeah, it does mm -hmm. help build that know, like, and trust factor for sure. There you go. Yeah, that's what Nicole Heimer, she was just on the show on episode four, five, four, five. (laughs) And she was like, know, like, and trust, know, like, and trust. And I can hear it. I'm actually singing it in her voice right now, the way she talks. (laughs) You know, interior designers notoriously are swamped. And we're, we're talking here, you know, on a B2B podcast, a lot of solopreneurs. So they're time crunched. So if you had to put your videos on, you know, just one network, where, where should they be putting their videos? Do you, I don't really like putting the same thing across all my networks. I think it's a kind of a ripoff to my, to my audience, right? I think they go to Twitter to see something different. They go to Facebook to see something different. They don't want to see the same crap across the boards. What, how do you feel about recycling your video across all the different formats or where should they be focusing their effort? Of course. Number one, I feel your pain. Everyone out there who's a solopreneur, I too am one. I don't have much help. I do it all kind of myself. Um, So I would say pick the platform where you already have started a community and you're already getting interaction. So wherever that is, they will most likely have some type of video uh, way to communicate to your audience. And I would start there. So of course, you should also be reusing your content. And I would agree, you don't necessarily want the same message out on every single one of your social media platforms at the same time. But if you use um, a content scheduler like Hootsuite, like Meet Edgar, um, then what you can do is over time, drip the different pieces of content that you have out over the different platforms. And again, like I mentioned before, is if you start with video, you can then pull out so many different pieces of content from that one video. And if you don't have time to do it, that's something you can easily outsource as well. And you will continuously have a ton of content to be pushing out to your audience to build community and get potential leads. That makes a lot of sense. And I I am the queen of delegation. In fact, in the intro, I did roll, we have a new sponsor, audible.com. And I highly recommended the 
The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and he tells you to delegate outside your scope of genius. And man, I took that and ran with it, and it's made all the difference in my business. So guys, if you're out there and you're too busy and you don't have time to you know, do all this editing and, you know, stuff yourself. If you can swing it, delegate it, have someone else do it because there is quite a return on investment on doing video or social media in general. Can videos be tagged for SEO and findability? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. In fact, um, if you've noticed lately on YouTube, they're starting to use hashtags now for every single video. So if you want to get ranked for a specific hashtag, you put it in your description um, and then that video will then go, go under the hashtag. So everyone now is starting to use hashtags. They're definitely using keyword search. I mean, you need keywords in your titles, in your descriptions, in your thumbnails, everywhere. Um, one other point, ideally you can outsource every single part of this process. The one thing that you cannot outsource is the information coming from you and the actual voice. If you did a Facebook Live, spent 15 minutes um, live per week, you can get someone to outsource everything else about that, to edit it, to take that video, put it on the different platforms, to pull the quotes, to pull the audio for a podcast, for, you know, whatever you want to, to you do and reuse. Somebody can do all of that. You just need to be the voice and you need to be the expert that's providing the information. Right. That's why they're watching you. Otherwise, why bother? You know, if you want to delegate it, then that person who's, if they're doing that, they're going to be the expert, industry expert, at least be the the rainmaker and the industry expert for you and just delegate the technical stuff, right? Like me, I delegate all my computer stuff because like, you know, I don't want and to do And pressing that. record. And pressing record. I might <laughs> need to start delegating that. Well, Tori, I think you've given our wingnuts some very valuable tips here today and definitely given them some food for thought with getting out there and getting their video game on. But are you ready for the What Up Wingnut round? I'm a little scared. Now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut. All right, here we go. Tori Toth, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? I would say oak. Okay. Excellent answer. If you could only have one superhero power... What would it be and why? Mm-hmm. X-ray vision. Why? To see things beyond the actual walls and what I can see. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions, Tori. <laughs> but that's right. We'll, we'll let you have your privacy on that one. If you could have only one food for the rest of your days, what would it be? Tacos. And Veggie tacos. <laughs> ve- oh, are you vegetarian? Yes. Oh, cool. You know, I did that for a while. Yeah, I toy with going back to it, but okay, I digress. Last but not least, what was the most impactful book that you have read to help affect you and your business outlook? Who reads anymore? <laughs> They're all watching video, I know. Or How listen- about what's the best video? You could change that earlier. <laughs> book, book, book. Um, no, I will just say a po- like for a podcast, though, I do love Build Your Tribe by Shalene Johnson, also Brendan Burchard. So I look for more influential leaders in the online marketing world, for sure. Okay, we'll take that. Since you do not read, we will take those podcasts as an answer. I also listen to those podcasts. They are excellent, by the way. We'll also put those in the show notes. Tori, thank you so much for joining us on the Wingnut Social Podcast. Tell our listeners your website, where they can find you on your social media channels. Sure, you can check me out at ToriToth.com. All of my social channels are there. You can find me on Facebook, though, facebook.com forward slash homestaging tips, youtube.com forward slash Home, and uh, ToriToth Stager is my Instagram handle. 
Awesome sauce. Thank you so much for being on the show. We look forward to having you back someday in the future. And we will press record if you are going to be willing to come on the show, that is. I will definitely be there. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Uh, you're so welcome. Well, Natalie, it looks like you have some uh, work to do here. Do we still have that Nikon camera? I believe we do, but didn't you listen to anything she said? Because yeah, I know we don't need it, but we have right. it. That's right, and you don't need to buy that wireless mic right now either. That's not true. She said I could. No, she never said you could. She did. She gave me full permission to go out and spend uh-huh. money on a Bluetooth lavalier. Right, right. Okay, so this is what I learned. I hope some of you guys have some things to take away too, but what I learned is video's great. Just anybody can do it and you can get a lot of bang for your buck. You take one video, you do the trickle down effect. You don't post them all over every platform all at the same time. You take bits and pieces here and there and little teasers on every platform. So one video will go a long way. Yeah, and you have, if you have evergreen content too, you can always kind of bring them up from the bottom of the barrel here and there. So for video, what I told Tori is true. You know, the video that I've done does get a lot more reach and a lot more views, and it does help people to see you, know, like, and trust you. Say that like Nicole Heimer, know, like, and trust you. In Nicole's (laughs) verse. There we go, Darla. You are a nerd. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. So guys, um, get out there. Do some video. I definitely want to document that project when we sign her up to do that whole house reno and get that done and just get over myself on video. That's right. But if you guys like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies all about Wingnut Social. You can find us on all the social media channels at Wingnut Social. Check us out at wingnutsocial.com. You can check out the show notes for this podcast and all the others under the podcast tab. They are very well done by my excellent editors. And I think that's it, Natalie. Do you have anything else? I don't. All right, guys. Until next week. See ya. So long. You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. And so right now I have something incredibly embarrassing to tell you. And that is that my recorder wasn't recording (laughs) for that first part of that. But I feel very comfortable now. Okay. You're doing great, by the way. (laughs) I know, right? Okay. So God bless America. God bless America. You know, hey, Tori, welcome to the (laughs) wing. Hey, all right. Check us out at wingnutsocial.com. You can read all the excellent show notes about this episode or any of the other episodes at wingnutsocial.com under the pond. God bless America in the butt.